Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. I am Sam, your host, and this week I am super happy to bring you a marketing genius from the world of the internet. He's been kind enough to stop by the show and spend a little bit of time with us. So without further ado, please welcome the host of the Marketing Boost Podcast, Mr. Marco Torres. Mark, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm super happy that you're here. I know you've got a bunch of good stuff to share with our listeners, especially from the Marketing Boost website, which I'm just uh, just taking a look over right now, man. Um, you have, though, um, an amazing story, uh, and your background is, is, is so vivid. I don't even know where to start with you, so let's just jump off and uh, tell my listeners, uh, Marco, tell, tell us who is Marco Torres and uh, what exactly is Marketing Boost? Okay, great. Well, again, thanks for having me. I look forward to reaching your audience. So um, uh, my name again, Marco Torres, I'm the founder of, of uh, well, I've been a serial entrepreneur since the age of 10 or 11. I started <laughs> It's addictive, route. isn't it? Oh, you yeah. had a paper out too? Paper out. <laughs> and uh, shoot, I got featured on the front page of the local newspaper as the, the biggest paper out I you know, had ever built at the time. Uh, and so I leveraged, I leveraged help, you know, I had a bunch of my friends delivering and I did what I did best, which was go knock on doors and sell subscriptions and, and collections and what have you. So we grew a big, a big deal. I love uh, it. Yeah. Later on, I went and opened, uh, restaurants. I had five restaurants and a nightclub by the time I was 23. Uh, I went on to, uh, get into the corporate world and the travel business uh sex successfully generated over a billion dollars in sales and for the timeshare industry marketing oh wow uh, marketing uh resorts around the world and um and then 2008 came around and you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry it came for all of us mate yeah it, it, right? got, it got it got us all <laughs> exactly it took me down hard actually 2008 2009 was my best sales year ever i mean i sold my house my cars <laughs> My boat. <laughs> Dude, I, My I feel it. It feels like a lifetime ago, um, but it also feels like yesterday. I mean, I learned a lot of lessons from that recession. Um, you know, and, and part of the, the premise of the Small Business Surgeon podcast is to take those lessons that we learned and share them with the audience so they don't make the same lessons because history does repeat, you know? Yeah, yeah, it likely will. Because <laughs> our, our week does. So it's a matter yeah. of Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Um, like before we get too deep into, uh, into the marketing boost stuff and the stuff you're doing now, let's go back in time. And, uh, you had a paper out, I had a paper out and by the age of 23, you had five restaurants and uh, a couple of other businesses by the sound of it. What were you like in high school? And what was that transition like between coming out of school and starting as a full-time hustler? Yeah, good. That's that's cool to remember that. Um, I was uh, what was I like in high school? Shoot, you know, <laughs> I wasn't a great. I wasn't a great student. I can tell you that. I mean, it was all about playing football, and mm -hmm. I managed to be on a scholarship to play to private schools so and stuff like that was good. But but studies were no good. And I went, when I went to college after I got out of high school, 
it wasn't for me. I mean, a year and a half of, of trying to get a higher education and I, I decided, you know, I'd rather be an entrepreneur. I'd rather be employing people than, than, you know, trying to learn how to become a good, to get a good job. Man, I, I feel that. I lasted like six weeks in college. Just, it just, <laughs> it just didn't work, you know? I'm like, I got shit to do. Let's get out of here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I went and uh, got into the, you know, convinced my, my older brother, my mom and I, that's how we got into the restaurant business where we're uh, Mexican descendants. So we opened mm -hmm. five Mexican restaurants. And then the nightclub was on my own. So I've always been, you know, ready to, to you know, roll up the, the sleeves and go to work and work hard, you know, and so None of it just came to us. Uh, none of it was given to us. We had to scrape every bit of it. Mm -hmm. Like when we first opened the restaurants, we didn't know anything about the restaurant business. But so my brother and I, we went to Texas and uh, and we went and worked at every kind of Mexican food restaurant we could we could work in. We worked the day shift, the night shift. We were we were funnel hacking before that ever existed. Yeah, yeah. We were we were going into the restaurants with those uh, little flat back then. They had those little uh, throwaway cameras that we could. Mm -hmm. we, roll in and take pictures of the equipment, the tables, the, the stainless steel design tables, the uh, what equipment they use, what what kind of food and what did they order and what do the order forms look like? I mean, literally we took pictures of everything and essentially rather than buying a franchise, we kind of put together our own. Well, our you own. know, that that's really smart because what you did there was, was go and learn lessons and get paid to learn those lessons and you learn from other people rather than setting out and making your own mistakes up as you went along. So that's, that's right. super smart. You know, you want to open a restaurant, maybe go work in a few restaurants first and take some notes, right? Absolutely. You better because, you know, I, and then we also did, I worked in full service restaurants. So I learned everything about what it is to be, a, what's expected from a busboy, a bar back, a bartender, a, mm -hmm. you know, a waiter, a front waiter, a back waiter. I mean, the, the, the kitchen, the chef is literally, you know, spent some time doing that. And, and boy, was that super valuable, you know, later on when it came to having your own restaurants and, you know, not, not feeling clueless or depending worse, depending upon your employees to be, telling you how to do things that oh yeah experience that you so. yeah I, I i've never thought to open a restaurant but it must have been uh it must have been quite an eye-opening situation for you guys to get into oh yeah it was it was it was well you know at the beginning i loved it for for several years i loved it until i realized i didn't love people that much you've got to love <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a very famous line from a movie he says i'd love my job if it wasn't for all these fucking customers <laughs> yeah yeah i oh, yeah, I, no, I feel that in my core <laughs> uh, the restaurant business man you gotta you gotta love people and you gotta be willing to kiss ass when uh, the customer's always right scenario which i do believe the customer's always right most of the time but i also believe there's there's times when you know what you're not and mm -hmm. uh you know they're they're not so sometimes you got to draw the line and how much you're willing to to uh, take a loss on to try to satisfy somebody who can't be satisfied sometimes. Yeah, so, that uh, uh, that's a man. That's real hard with a restaurant. You must because there's so many people walk through the door. Um, right. it, you know, as a, as a consultant, it's super easy to target my audience and and work with people I like to work with. But man, I I can't imagine. I, I couldn't encounter a I couldn't be a restaurant owner. I just couldn't do it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my hat's off to you. What would you say like during your restaurant experience? Cause I know you pivoted uh, shortly, uh, shortly into it, but during a restaurant experience, what was like the biggest takeaway you got from that? Aside from that, you didn't maybe like customers so much. <laughs> no, I, 
and, and I say that kind of jokingly, obviously I did for years, but I, it did get to the point where it was like, okay, once we sold out, sold the restaurants and we, we had, we had all the main fast food courts in the Caribbean and in the, in the, in the malls in the Caribbean mm-hmm. and Puerto Rico and Virgin islands. And so uh, Taco Bell bought us out because they wanted to be in those big fast food, the fast oh, food wow. courts in those malls. So when they bought us out, you know, it was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm done with We had a full service restaurant in St. Thomas that we kept for another 10 years, but, um, but I was pretty much done with it. I'm not doing that anymore. So, um, but the takeaway was, you know, what did we learn from it? You know, if you deliver, uh, if you if you put in the time and you work it and you did, like I said, you know, uh, kind of like our own funnel hacking, learning from others before, before launching, uh, we made it work and we made a lot of money with it. And, uh, you know, then I went on from there to uh, move from, from the Caribbean to Florida, and I didn't want to be in the restaurant, so I got in sales, and that's when I ended up, you know, working in the corporate world, along with having uh, side businesses of my own on the side, but that's another thing I think an entrepreneur should always be willing to do, unless you've got somebody to support you, like a spouse. Oh, yeah. Life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then you need to be willing. Are you willing to burn the candle at both ends? Are you willing to work a full-time job and start your business on the side yeah. so that you can support? pay the bills while you start to grow your business. You, you have to. I mean, yeah. there's there's no alternative. And when you look at the the amount of time that you actually have, if you do a time study, you tend to find that you're not as busy as you think you are. And there's always a little more toothpaste in the tube. You can always squeeze a couple of hours out if that's a priority for you. And I didn't quit having a uh, quote-unquote day job until I was – oh man, I was probably five or six years deep into my entrepreneurial journey. And I phased out my day job over time. And I went down to a couple of days a week. And then by by the time I got into it, I uh, I didn't need that day job anymore. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs think they're just going to hit a switch and they're not going to work at a real job anymore. How long did you keep a corporate job and work those as, as you've called them, side gigs, but I think they were a little bit more than that. How, how long did that transition take for you? You know what? Uh, fortunately, at the time, I, I was married, and uh, we ended up designing it where my wife ran the side businesses, and I kept the, the corporate job, which was, I mean, I was vice president of a big, you know, big corporate company and making a, too big of a salary for me. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't willing to walk away from it. It is so, it's very convenient to keep those jobs, yeah. my man. <laughs> very, right, so yeah. I, I, I wasn't willing to walk away from it until, you know, I was forced to in 2008. So it was, yeah. it, then you realize, okay, it's, it was like later on, I realized it was a blessing because it forced me to go back to being a hundred percent entrepreneur and, and figuring it out. You know? So, so tell us, I mean, you said you sold the most stuff you ever sold in your life. And then, then you listed off the, uh, the personal items. One of the reasons I do this show is because I, I heard from other entrepreneurs that, that are, you know, in business a little bit behind us um, and they're all struggle over the same things and, and some of them have been through losses before but none of them you know not all of them have what was that process like in 2008 2009 from a mental perspective what did it do to the inside of your head as an entrepreneur oh man it 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 tore me up i mean i i spent um first i was trying to replace that that corporate job mm-hmm. for you know, and resumes everywhere and figuring out, I'll, I'll bounce, I'll land somewhere else. I've always been able to reinvent myself and, 
and so forth. So I knew, you know, I'll, I'll bounce, I'll, fa I'll find something else. And, and time is going on and savings are, you know, you know, living, the, maintaining the same lifestyle figure. And I'm, gonna yeah. go, I'm, yeah. I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump and, and go, you know, what's the word laterally to find something in the same category that I was at before, same level of management and salary and pay forget about it. And mm -hmm. as time went on that, you know, that lifestyle was eating up everything. Then you start trying to, you know, clip, save everything. And you really feel like eventually, I mean, I, I had the loser mentality, the victim mentality. Why yeah. me? And, and you, so, you know, that, until I finally got over that victim mentality and realized, you know, it's not because I'm Hispanic. It's not because I'm, uh, no one's picking on me. This is, this is, you know, the, the God's not punishing me for anything here. I just got to stand back up, put my boot, you know, the boots back on and, and get back, you know, to really using my mind to find solutions. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I mean, it took me to read in my case, literally rock bottom. I had to leave town. Uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't start. For, I didn't, I wasn't mentally prepared to start from the bottom uh, in the same community where, you know, I used to live right down the street from Tiger Woods. Right. Know, and so right. It was like now, now I'm going to be, you know, starting from, I left town. I moved to Miami and started over. We're down there. I didn't really have any, any, uh, any fear of running into people every other day that, you know, knew. So it was my own ego in the way yeah. starting over in the same town. There was a lot, by, probably a lot of shame attached to that failure, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. But by leaving town, it made it easier to just be okay. Fresh start. Boom. Let's get going and let's get rolling all over again. So uh, that's, I mean, what, that, that's what you did. And, that, that's uh, really understandable. I mean, it was the, it was the crash in 2008 that led to me sitting on my couch and Googling how to make money online. That's literally my beginning in online marketing and advertising came from that crash. So was it a blessing in disguise? Yes, it was, but it wasn't any fun to go through. Um, I got I got laid off, you know, say we, we there was, uh, I think it was 86 people working in my office and 82 of them got laid off, like just yeah. like that uh, overnight. So uh, <clears throat> tell me then, you're done with that town. You've moved down to Miami and it's time to roll up your sleeves and get to work. What did that process look like as far as starting to climb back out of that hole you were in? Well, it was uh, uh, really a few years process of getting, you know, of getting back up and working in the, as a PR uh, in a PR firm and then and working with the digital marketing, which was my background because I started I started internet marketing back in 1986 before, you know, everybody mm. had an AOL account and I uh, was really learning to sell travel online very early on. Uh, I built it, you know, the huge business that, that uh, for the corporate world and, and, and on my own as well. But mm -hmm. um, so we, we, uh, we rock and rolled that, but in 2000, it took, you know, anyway, after 2008, 2009, I ended up leveraging friends again. You know, they say your net, your net worth is, uh, your network or your network yeah. mm -hmm. will determine your net worth. Absolutely. So, so, so I reached back out to guys that I'd done business with, you know, back, you know, before 2008 and, uh, and they were in similar boats. And so a few of us got together, pooled our, our resources, you know, we wouldn't need, none of us would have been able to have hired anybody, uh, the, the same circle of, of guys that we were yeah. at our, level of, our yeah. level of expertise in different areas. We, none of us could have afforded to hire each other. <laughs> But to form a company together and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Let's all dig in and let's, you know, all do it for nothing for, you know, for a while until we can start eventually re reaping the rewards and paying ourselves back. 
And uh, so we launched another travel business, which is what we were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that started to grow into one of the fastest growing uh, 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 travel companies in North America. And uh, before long, we were literally, you know, booming, booming with, with sales. And then that's kind of how the story with Marketing Boost comes around. So let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, let's get into that. So as we were as we were growing the travel business and starting to just, you know, boom it with lots and lots of travelers and sales. Well, when you're growing something super fast and have a lot of customers, it, very likely you may have some negative reviews. You know, Absolutely. Got, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a few complaints come in. And mind you, if you're not if you're not if you're not soliciting reviews, the only ones you're going to get are the negative ones. That's typically. very correct. Yes. Um, you know, if I had a sound effect button, I'd press it right now for just how important that is. Like, if you do not solicit reviews, the only reviews you're going to get left are the ones where people are mad at you. Right. Because like, if you, you know, it's hard to please everybody. And so, if, uh, the, typically, the human nature, we only want to tell, bother to write a review or go make negative posts and everything is when you're upset. Mm-hmm. When you're happy, well, you expect it to be happy, so you don't. You know, <laughs> yeah. You, so yeah. you're not running out of your way to tell the world how wonderful the the restaurant was or how wonderful your experience with this company was. But if you're not happy, oh, you want to tell everybody. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So okay. to do that, you got to. So anyway, bottom line, we had some negative reviews, and we're like, oh, and there were, of course, Google puts them right up on top. So. Oh yeah. It was, it was negatively affecting us, and we're like, what are we going to do to overcome this? So we came up with an idea to ask our travelers when they were visiting these resorts and hotels uh, to do a survey. The day after they arrived, we'd be emailing and texting them to say, hey, how, how are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to five, where would you rate us? How's the hotel living up to your expectations? If they gave us a four or five, we would be fantastic. We're thrilled you're having a good time. If you would give us, we would then ask, solicit yeah. the review. If you would do not just a written review, but if you would film a video testimonial of yourself or your family in front of the in the beach or the pool or the bar or the restaurant and brag about the resort, you know, give it a hotel review and our brand review, we will reward you with a complimentary hotel stay. And that started to deliver us dozens and then video testimonials. Now, at the beginning, we were coming out of pocket cash to pay for those complimentary rooms that we were giving those people. But we thought, wait a minute, we can we can create our own travel certificate here. Mm-hmm. And so we went and started soliciting the hotels and, and resorts that we represented around the world to uh, work with us where we could help them fill what would otherwise be empty hotel rooms. Right. So one of the problems every hotel has around the world is they're never full year round. They've mm-hmm. got empty rooms. And the most expensive room for any hotel is the one that went empty last night. Once the clock clicks midnight, if they didn't rent yep. that room, that's revenue they're never going to see. Mm-hmm. If we could put a warm body in that room for them, we convinced the hotels, look, you're going to see, they're going to book extra nights. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a video review. That's going to tell more people about it because we're going to solicit those. They're going to they're going to uh, spend money at the restaurants, the bars, the casino, the spa, the gift shop, the, all the other revenue opportunities. They're mm-hmm. going to book additional nights. And they may come back next time around and pay full retail. And so we brought, we got some participating, you know, hotels to join us and what have mm-hmm. you. And essentially that's how we launched and created what today we call marketingboost.com, where we provide, we reinvented and revolutionized the travel incentive business. We're not the first on the blocks to mm-hmm. do it. But we're the first and the only ones to make it the the best in the world on how to use them. And what do I mean so, by that? Yeah, go ahead. I want to put a pause right there and put a break for people to rewind that little bit and just listen to what you did again. 
Um, and here's why I think it's so fundamentally important that what you've done is <clears throat> you listen to your audience and you've solved your problem about reviews. You solved a problem for your uh, clients that were buying hotel space and you solved a problem for your hotels. So what you did was you listened, you served, you solved, and then you sold and you made the money up on the back end by increasing the lifetime value of the customer to your ecosystem. And uh, I, I just want everybody to take that in because you went over it very quickly, but what you did was serve your clients and serve your hotels, solve their problem, and just connect the two together. And, and connect, yeah. yeah and became and, the middleman to solve that problem for mm -hmm. all day and, and ended up creating a win-win-win exactly. for everybody involved. And, and what is that win? Well, we described it. It's a win for the hotels because we help them fill the you know rooms that would have otherwise gone empty. And mind mm -hmm. you, their costs are the same. They've got a mortgage to pay, yep. front desk staff. They've got maintenance, lawn care. All that is it's that cost is the same whether the room was sold or not, rented mm -hmm. or not. Correct. Yeah. So so by putting a warm body in there, we're helping them with you know other revenue they're generating from that. To the people who received our complimentary hotel stay certificates, they won a free trip. All they had to pay, and I'll tell you more about that later, but they don't. They, all they have to pay was, of course, get their own way there and back. Their airfare is not included, so mm -hmm. they pay their own yeah. airfare and their own food and beverage. And they do have to pay the government taxes when they activate the certificate. Right, right. So government's always going to get their piece no matter what. So, <laughs> so um, we should, we, so should should probably change, we should probably change that. <laughs> can, right? can we get a new government? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they get uh, so the client who got the certificate wins, and the marketing boost member that we brought into this fold, they win because they're getting access to these incredible high perceived value incentives mm -hmm. that they can give to their clients for different reasons, for some a call to action or what yeah. have you. We'll get more into that in a moment. But uh, so that's how that all came about. And, and grew into today, we offer now complimentary hotel stays from three nights to seven nights and 125 destinations around the world. Uh, destinations like Las Vegas, Nevada, three nights, three nights in Orlando, three nights in San Diego, New York City, Myrtle Beach, you name it. Then there's seven nights in places like Phuket, Thailand, Bali, four nights in Bali. There's uh, dozens of destinations in Australia, all throughout Europe. So literally, we now serve clients all over the world that uh, are marketing boost members, and mm. then they can give those those complimentary certificates, travel certificates, to anybody in the world. And the other thing we did to, to revolutionize the business was we made them easy to use. Again, many of you may have seen different uh, uh, travel certificates, hotel complimentary hotel certificates, or a free cruise certificate, mm -hmm. and. If you tried to use them, then you found that, find out that really that's the way all of our competitors are they design these things to make them practically impossible to use. Right, exactly, yeah. And the whole idea there is that, you know, you, you got to give them 45 days advance notice. You got to give them the two dates you want to travel, 90 days apart, mm -hmm. all kinds of rules and restrictions. We took all that out, made them easy to use, give it you. As soon as you activate the certificate, it's an online platform that your client logs into, searches the dates they want to travel. And based on what's available, they can book it instantly, get instant gratification, instant uh, confirmation. No hoops to jump through, no timeshare presentations, no, no, no nothing. It's just pretty much easy, win, 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 because we, again, I told you that the hotels are, that are participating understand the program, and so do our members, and so does the client. So. Hmm. 
So what, what's the cost then to the business owner that's setting these up as incentives? <clears throat> the business it, owner joins Marketing Boost for only a, a ridiculously low amount. We've made it, when we decided to go global with our, to make this affordable for any solopreneur, entrepreneur, big business, small business, we decided we'd make our price super easy and affordable, no brainer for anyone in the world at only $37 a month. So any small entrepreneur, any business owner for $37 a month can be, be a member and get access to unlimited amount of these incentives they can, they can give away to their clients. Now, there are some restrictions. It's not a free trip travel club. So you can <laughs> give yourself, you can give yourself one to test the program. You can give your clients one every 12 months to a different destination. So they can't go back to the same place every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same hotel, the hotel... <laughs> They also want new business. They want new blood. They, they don't, so they don't want to be a part of a free trip travel club. So there's some of the restrictions. No group travel. You can't use it to, you know, to send all of your clients. Let's all have a convention in Dubai. <laughs> and so group travel is not allowed. And so there's a few things like that, you know, uh, there. But then that's one of the incentive programs. The other is hotel savings cards. So we have... Um, uh, cash credits in a bird in what we call a hotel savings card mm -hmm. that you can give to clients again unlimited these can be given to the same clients over and over then you don't have that once a year restriction and these are like uh, like a gift card but they don't pay the full hotel room they pay from from up to 10 percent from 10 percent to about 50 percent off according compared to the retails or the expedias of the world Mm -hmm. And so those come in increments of $100 in cash credits, 200, 300 or 500. And then we also have restaurant saving vouchers that are good. It's an app that you can put in your zip code and you'll see the participating over 100,000 restaurants throughout the US and Canada that people can um, uh, put in the zip code and then get that download the, 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 the coupon for 50% off if this pizzeria, buy one, get one, 25% off your entree whatever, whatever, you know, there's so many, there's different offers of all kinds. Uh, and then the key is now, okay, so you, you join Marketing Boost, you get all these incentives, what do you do with them? So if you'd like, that's what we talk about next. What I want to know, uh, first off, is like the result as far as the lifetime value of the customer. What's the difference with adding something like this as opposed to just offering an upfront discount? <clears throat> what does that do well, to the lifetime value of the customer? Great, two great way to present that question because there's two you know ben huge benefits of trying of learning to use the incentives and, and you got to forgive me because like i've never i've never taken the time to dive into um incentive-based attraction so like forgive me for sounding like a beginner but that's because i'm a complete beginner here so like just take us over over the little steps of that if you would <clears throat> sure in other words this is like having the best customer draw card on the planet you've got the draw the, the magnet here shit i'm about to sign up for it <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just, it we'll just really, do a couple of test vacations here <laughs> there's so many ways to use it you will you will be mind blown but so rather than giving a discount you know when as solo as entrepreneurs we always find we're we're, we're all swimming in a pool of of a lot of competitors yeah and, like uh, like no discounts add value more value add, more value exactly. like yeah no discounts either. When you discount, you'll find, you know, let's say 
you're making a $200 net profit on every thousand dollars in sales. So now you discount 10%. Well, now you're making a hundred dollars instead mm -hmm. of 200. So in order to get back to the same place, you've got to double your sales to nearly $1,800 before you are back to the same spot you were. Yeah. So a 10% you... discount is a 50% loss in profits. You know? Exactly. It's like exactly. revenue and profit, totally different. Right. So mm -hmm. the incentives we teach people, boom, instead of doing that discount, create scarcity and urgency, even though our members, you have the ability to give away these incentives without limit. We do recommend and teach you to create, don't give them away like candy. You, you've got to make people earn it by doing something in, with, with you, a call to action that's make them earn the company, the incentive. Uh, and we also teach give micro incentives for micro calls to action. So you wouldn't want to say, hey, join my newsletter and get five night free in Cancun. It's just too ridiculously, yeah. you know, a, a incentive. But you could say, I'll give you a hundred dollar restaurant voucher when you join our newsletter. Uh, or I'll give you, if you, you know, book an appointment with me and you show up on time for the appointment, I'll give you a hundred dollar hotel savings card. But then when you buy my coaching program for, you know, $12,000 a year and you, uh, and after maybe a six month, uh, uh, anniversary, you're, you know, hired me for six months at the six month anniversary, I'm going to give you six days and five nights in Cancun, Mexico on me, just because, you know, I'm, I'm Want to thank you for being a, bit, a client for six months or you know with an upsell product you know you you bought product a and if you buy product b to go with product a i'm going to give you three nights in las vegas uh, and i'm only doing this for the first 10 clients this month because i've got you know this great relationship uh one of my partner our travel partner redeemvacations.com that's the name of the company that fulfills the trips mm -hmm. because your clients will never know about marketing boost this becomes your the you know what i like to say is the the, uh, the the mastermind secret or the secret of many mastermind marketers is marketing mm -hmm. boost because your client will never know that you're only paying 37 a month for this. Your client will see the perceived value. Look, you got five nights in Cancun, a $1,200 value, and you only paid the you know government taxes and you're on your way. Um, so you can create loyalty programs. You can use it. You know, if you're with me for six months, I'll give you this. If you do this with me, I'll give you that. You know, if you refer to 10 friends to me, 10, 10 potential clients to us, just refer them, whether they join our program or not, I'm going to reward you with the following. Um, if you use incentives can be used for, I've seen a guy, you know, many people build their Facebook groups by the tens of thousands by using the all constantly having a contest where they're saying, hey, invite 20 people to join the, your friends to join this Facebook group. And for every 20, you get a chance to win seven nights in Phuket, Thailand, and so on. And one guy I know built from zero to 10,000 followers in 90 days with, you know, with this type of uh, viral incentive. You know, uh, that, that's content. crazy. I can, I can see myself already starting to look at adding this to, to my consulting clients, you know, because by the time they get done with six months with me, number one, they've got more money for sure. But number two, they're ready for a damn vacation because like I make them work. <laughs> Right, right. You know, I, I could see, and you know, this this podcast wasn't for you to come on and, and, and pitch stuff to me or to the audience, but the the value you're offering here is uh, is is amazing. It's very very significant, and you know, I'd never run across anything like this before because every time you see like oh uh, you know a free vacation, it, it's 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 back to that thing that you mentioned before it's so complicated it's so difficult to book stuff it's a, it's a 90 day frozen window and you got to give them different and it's just like you end up just not bothering 
So right. by removing those obstacles, you, I mean, you've made it a much more, you know, a, a viable system and a viable reward system. What happens with your customers and their loyalty as a result of this? Well, we've had, you know, uh, dozens of case studies of, of our clients that have made uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars of additional revenue, you know, over and above what they would have normally had without marketing boost. If I can give you one that comes to mind, here's a guy, uh, uh, Kishmore, I forgot his last name, uh, immigrant from India that lives in Houston, Texas now. And he has a, he built a business. He actually started it in January, 2021. And he has a team of what he did was sell uh, tips on when to buy, when to sell crypto, when to sell, you know, stocks in the market. He had a, a team of guys in India that would do all the analytics and, and he apparently improved his, his successes with it and had a bunch of clients paying him 97 a month for the, for access to his analytical information. And uh, he had hundreds of clients paying him 97 a month. So he ran a promotion with marketing boost to say, if you'll upgrade to a uh, biannual plan, you pay for six months in advance instead of discounting the price, holding the price, pay six months in advance and you'll get your choice. You get four days and three nights in Las Vegas or Orlando. And if you pay for 12 months in advance, that would mean a $1,200 investment. You would get your choice of six days and five nights in Hawaii or Cancun as the complimentary mm. incentive. And boom, I mean, you generated almost $500,000 in four days with the several hundred of them that stepped up and paid the 12 months in advance or the six months in advance. And now that's part of his you know, process. As they, as they join after they're with him for a few months, he runs the uh, promo cycle to get them to pay for six months or 12 months in advance. Hmm. And, you know, well, killing it with additional uh, revenue rather than waiting for it to trickle in at 97 mm -hmm. a month yeah. or maybe, or, or even having them cancel, you know, during the process because, you know, but once they pay for a year, they're in, they're going to start using it and they're going to get their money's worth. But you know how people are, if they don't use it, they lose it, they cancel. Yeah, yeah. So see, you, see what, what I do right now for my services is, you know, I'll discount if somebody, somebody wants to go month to month, that's fine. But I'll, I'll discount if they want to pay for six months or if they want to pay for a year, I'll, I'll generally just discount that price by, uh, by a couple of points. And um, that's normal too. And it's not mm -hmm. a bad idea, but, but, but th this is add, way better. This, I just add more you, value. Yeah. Exactly. And, but if you add to that, instead of discounting, or maybe you discount some, but less than before, but now you're like, the key is, I'm going to give you a $1,200 value vacation for your $1,200 investment of prepaying for 12 months, mm -hmm. or what have you, something, something along those lines. But you know, I, I'm skimming over your testimonials page right now. And I actually personally know one of the guys that's left you a testimonial. <laughs> I've been on the online game a minute. And I actually know one of the guys, I'm not going to tell you who it is. But uh, I'm gonna be hitting him up after this and just just checking out your legitimacy that that kind of did make me smile the fact that somebody I know and trust has left you a testimonial like that's because let me guess, uh, that would be uh, James Taylor, maybe, or? Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, no, no, it's. Uh, somebody else. Uh, it, it's Mike Mansell. I worked uh, with him. Yeah. I worked with him a few years ago on some projects. So yeah, I'm going to be checking back in with him. Super That's, guy. Yeah, you can reach out to Michael Mansell. He's uh, one of our top affiliates. He's won the our bonus car program. We, we uh, he drives a, uh, we helped him, you know, with a he ran a 
whatever you know he's made a ton of money with oh yeah with marketing boost over over time well, I, and, uh, I love that um so i'm yeah, yeah. I, I don't know we, we kind of got off uh off track here just going over your testimonials um let me pull up your page again so i can see where i'm going here uh let's see podcast all right so you have like twenty-seven thousand active members in your facebook group um and one of the things that i tell a lot of my clients to do is to build a facebook group because it can position you as a a, a picture of authority within your space um how has building a facebook group impacted your business and what advice do you have for people just starting out with building a group I definitely recommend building a Facebook group for for exactly what you just said, building, you're creating your own tribe, you're creating your own community. Uh, as you said, I've got our group is right now almost 28,000 members, uh, entrepreneurs, and, and we, we're, we're, we're bringing them content. You know, I deliver free content to them. I deliver, we do trainings, we do webinars, we do, I'm getting ready to launch my own podcast, but right now we do our own video uh, podcast, so to speak, and mm-hmm. we do webinars with uh, and and give valuable content to our members to teach them how to grow their business, be, you know, be more successful. And of course, while we're at it, we're promoting our own products, our own you know new destinations, our no our new featured resort. Like right now, we've got a an amazing resort we're promoting in Cancun, Mexico. We've got a brand new couple of featured resorts that we're offering in Mexico that are just phenomenal. Uh, triple a four diamond uh, uh, five star resort on the beach in Cancun Mexico 15 restaurants and bars and and uh, in the Riviera Maya or the Playa del Carmen area and so uh, boom when you get somebody that Cancun trip or that's the first one I'd recommend you give yourself if you join marketing boost today <laughs> give yourself that Cancun all right, trip. all right guys everybody go join marketing boost right now and we'll, <laughs> we'll all meet in Cancun in a couple of months like I'm <laughs> I mean, obviously, for, for for what you charge, I'm I'm going to join it and poke around in there, and and, and I'm sure there's there's a bunch that uh, that I can learn. Um, but uh, yeah, going back to your Facebook group, though, yeah. you know, yeah, you you you. Here's another key thing. If you, I'll throw in at you, one of the key ways that I've recently learned that one of our a number of our members have been been using Marketing Boost for is to to create that authority that they're the expert in their field by Mm -hmm. supporting local charities they're leading by giving first Mm -hmm. and what do i mean by that they're they're getting involved in their in their local uh, you know high school football equipment drive the maybe it's a a police department uh uh, raising money for the for the walkathon or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be and they're they're they get involved and they bring they bring they, they they bring their complimentary uh, hotel stay vouchers from Marketing Boost, and then they're giving them up. Look, my company; these are sponsored by my company. I, I sell insurance for auto insurance and car mm-hmm. insurance, life insurance, and so my firm is providing these complimentary hotel stays so that we can we can raise funds with them by uh, you know having a silent auction bid, and as people bid on the on the complimentary trips, they raise money for the for the for the cause, and then the that person has typically might have a. a captive audience for a few moments to describe how this, how the complimentary hotel stays work. And for the winners, we're going to, I'm going to, I will hand deliver you your printed certificate. And, uh, and by the way, this is what I do. I'm an expert in insurance. If anybody you need insurance needs or whatever, or your 401k or this or that or the other, 
You know, I'm the expert. And, and, and they're looked at now, not only for the hero of helping raise funds, but they must be successful if they can afford mm-hmm. to give away five trips for this fundraising <laughs> deal. And so yeah. setting themselves up as being the authority and All the right. expert. And, and what I want to touch on there is like so many people ask me, you know, how do I become valuable in a space? And the answer is, first, you must bring value to that space and be valuable towards it. So like you were saying, start out with volunteering, start out with getting involved in the community, start out with being proactive in the same spaces that your target market exists. And then you become valuable only by bringing value first. Like that's exactly what you were describing. Exactly. I love it. I love we it. We just we just give you one more tool to bring to the table. So now, because you can you could bring two or three of these, you know, again keeping them scarce and urgent. You don't need to say, okay, I got forty trips here. Sounds like whoa, you know, there's there's yeah. no You know, you come to the auction with, you know, I'm going to bring you know three trips to the auction here that we can raise some funds on, or five trips or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and now you're again you're the you're the leader you're the expert you're giving first you're li- you're looked at as a and you and everybody that won the certificate you're gonna hand deliver them and you you know set hand in your business card as well and exchanging lead information who knows where that goes yeah I love um, it like definitely after this podcast um, I'm gonna set up a, a call with my team and you and figure out how we can start using your products to to add value um, let's pivot away for a minute from marketing boost and go back to uh go back to marco and the man that i'm uh, that i'm interviewing i'm a huge proponent of continuing education and i love to read books um do you have a standout book that has resonated with you across your career or maybe across the last couple of years that you can share with the audience yeah sure i i am also constantly knowing that i've got a keep up with the constant changing technology. These kids, I swear yeah, to God, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I can't keep, I just hire them now. I can't keep up with them. It's, it's true. It's very hard to keep up with all this. Now they do have to outsource technology to mm-hmm. everybody because it's so hard to keep up. But you've got to, as you asked me, the, one of the first few books that really influenced my life was How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Uh, you know, in we're all in sales every day, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Many, many people are always feel nervous about, you know, am I, um, I don't, I like this. I like my business, but I'm not a salesman, you know, so yeah. you, you are in sales. You have to be in sales. You start by selling yourself mm-hmm. and then you sell your brand, your product, your, yes. what have you. Yeah. And, and that's a book. It's an old book. But many young people listening may not have read you know, how to win friends and influence people, but it goes back to the basics of really learning how to make sure you're listening before, you know, to people and, and care so that you can, so that it's not, so it's authentic, you know, and so on. The other early on uh, series of books, is, you know, right now, you name it from Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy, right, kind of old school, as I mentioned, some of these guys, but um, uh Again, the basics of sales from Zig Ziglar, nothing mm-hmm. like it. You know, the whole idea of, of you will get where you want to be in life if you help enough other people get there first. That's so exactly you help, what we do around here, man. Yeah. If you're helping your clients get what they want, you will get what you want. by If you're providing value and over and over value, I, I believe in over-delivering on value. Mm-hmm. Marketing Boost gives way over-delivers on value. And, and then uh, in order to get paid what we get paid, 
And we also offer, well, I'll just drop that up, but we'll keep going. The other recent book that I've read, I'm trying to remember the name of the book right now that I like is um, from, um, uh, well, if you haven't read .com, uh, .com secrets from, <laughs> from, from Russell uh, Brunson, Russell Brunson, you know, <laughs> yeah. You got to read that to get the basics going in your head on how you're going to make money on the internet. That's that's a really really good book. I liked his analogy of fishing, and I've used that so many times in my presentations in my classes. Is you know when you go to fish, you've got to know what fish that you're going after. You've got to know what bait the fish will bite. You've got to know where the fish are in the pond. And he explains it so simplistically with marketing. And then he's about you put your you you catch these fish, you put them in the holding tank, you go back, you grow the fish they're bigger fish and just the way he he explains and breaks down it i'd recommend that one uh to anyone um but going back to you know how to win friends and influence people and uh, and the zig ziglar stuff um there's only so many principles to this and the principles and the laws of this have been the same for hundreds if not thousands of years the only thing that changes is the way that we 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 present those principles and you know the the, the principles evolve uh with the technology but the root of it's all the same so i love these 80 and 100 year old books that are all yeah. about it because it's like a window into a time before computers existed where interpersonal skills and copywriting skills and that the psychology of it all was it seemed to be far um far more important and studied far harder did you, do you think the same on those older books oh absolutely uh absolutely i mean you there's we're, there's nothing new in the world right we've all you know, <laughs> yeah yeah and there is a different twist a different way to be relatable when you read the different books um so one of another recent book i've read i found fantastic was uh and it's not a new book either, but it's um, hypnosis, hypnotic writing, and I'm trying to remember the name of the author. I've got it right here. But uh, I'm I'm gonna write that one down. Hypnotic writing. I've not heard of that, but uh, one one of the perks of my podcast is I get excellent book recommendations from from very wise guests. So uh, I wrote that one down. Hypnotic writing by Joe. Uh, let's see if I can get this. In the there you go. Here. I see it there. Joe Vitale. Okay. Uh, Joe Vitale. V-I-T-A-L-E, fantastic book on, on, on how to write amazing copy that will keep your client engaged and essentially become hip, you know, hypnotize them by, as, but, you know, in, in the process of reading through your copy that they end up in, so engaged that the only choice they have is to do what you want them to do, which is to buy book and, you know, book an appointment, whatever your call to action is. And this book really gives the, just a very, as an incredible, simple process to follow. And, and it goes through, you know, keywords and different things and phrases that you can use and obviously edit for your purposes. I love but it. And it's powerful, a powerful, powerful book for copywriting. It's on Amazon. It's by Joe Vitale, and it's seventeen dollars. And uh, I just bought a copy while you were while you were reading that off. I I love the fact that my guests can recommend books, and I can pick them up, and get them shipped to the office, and just start start reading through them. I think I've got five books that I'm working on right now. I I tend to pull a chapter here and a chapter there, and and, and jump about. Um, yeah. That's from reading Limitless by Jim Quick and him saying, you know, you've got that 15 to 20 minute attention span. And, and I, I love dipping in and out of books these days. Um, anyway, uh, Marco, this is going great. Um, we, we are getting 
to, to, to be up on time here shortly, but uh, i got a couple more questions. And the one uh, cliche question I ask all the guests, um, you know, we've, we've both got a, a few years on us now. And the point of this podcast, again, like I said, is to talk to some people that, that might just be a little ways behind us. If you could reach out to Marco from 10 or 15 or even 20 years ago, what's one thing you'd want to impart on him? What's one thing you'd say to yourself? Buy some Netflix stock and some <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> I love it. I love right? it. No. But um, what would I, yeah. Uh, I, I would say if I was reaching back to myself 20 years ago, I'd be saying, in, you know, definitely invest more in real estate, invest more in, you know, in, in technology and so forth. But the point being today, at the end of the day, it really means, what I'm trying to say, what I would say back to my younger self is, you know, is don't, especially when I was younger, I was spending a lot more than I probably should have. I think we all did that. Keep, yeah. Just with keeping up with the, you know, wanting to look good, smell mm -hmm. good, dress well, drive mm -hmm. a fancy car, you know, was, uh, I could have had a hell of a lot more of that money invested in, into my, in, into the position I'm in today mm -hmm. versus, um, Versus just, you know, making payments on fancy cars and stuff like that. You know, today Dude. I don't have anything, almost nothing financed. If I, you know, it's, it's, you know, get to the point where I can buy everything cash. And, uh, that's, but, it, but that's a know, mistake, I, you know, a lot of us make that mistake. Yeah. I gotta look good. So I got an $800 a month payment or whatever that, mm -hmm. come on, that you don't need that to be successful. That's true. You know? yeah, and you know? a lot of us do that. I did it. I did it all through my 30s. It wasn't until I was late 30s that I figured out that hey, maybe you should uh, maybe you should be setting some of this aside. Um, but there's there's something that is um, it's it, it's fundamental to to male youth in that we will spend money we don't have on things we don't need to impress people we don't know. And ultimately, as a guy in his 40s now, I can look down and say, well, shit, that really didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It, it it doesn't make it. Uh, that big a difference sure you know you need to we need to have something right i mean men are expected to be providers you know, yeah. at least at least old school that's kind of what women expect when they're dating they want to they want to date a guy that's good looking dresses well and has got something going for him right they want to see that you're absolutely but, yeah but, but that doesn't have to be a you know a new bmw that's really what's <laughs> in here they need to yes. see what are your goals what are your dreams what are you chasing and and and, and they can live with you driving an old pickup truck while you chase that dream Versus just uh, at least the right woman will, mm -hmm. you know. Amen. Versus, Invest versus, that money, boys. Invest yeah. it. All right, Marco. Before we go, tell me real quick what the future holds for Marco Torres and the team over at Marketing Boost. Um, well, one of the key things we're growing into now with Marketing Boost is uh, providing additional solutions. We call it Marketing Boost Solutions. And so we provide, you know, we're bringing on clients and, you know, they join Marketing Boost, they get the complimentary hotel stays, great, now what? So we're, we're also, you know, vetting and checking out different technologies. We provide a full, you know, upgrade product of a CRM uh, so that you can, you know, literally have everything in one system for your email, text messaging, uh, uh, voicemail broadcasting, mm -hmm. your, your workflows, your the automation of the marketing boost incentives going out to your clients with the calls to action all automated. We have, uh, we, we're, we're, and the bottom line is we're providing an additional tools and services so that 
so that uh, our members are one, getting more value and being more successful. And we're guiding them with, with, with tools that we think are worthwhile that we use and think that they ought to grab as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's, that's part of the future. We continue to, uh, we're continuing to bring on better and better resorts and new destinations around the world. So the product itself for marketing boost will continue to be enhanced and grow. Um, what else can I share with you there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, dude, I'm totally, um, I'm totally enamored with this whole thing. I'm going to do some digging into it. And uh, after we get off this call, I'll have my team reach out and schedule something uh, so we can talk further. But if there's anybody else that's interested in connecting with you, uh, let me know right now where they can find you on Instagram, where they can find you on Facebook or where they can find you on the Internet. Yep, they can one search for our group, uh, Marketing Boost, right here in the screen, the Entrepreneur Sales and Marketing Support Group, our Facebook group. Uh, you can go join that. I do have an offer for your listeners right now before the time is up. If they Throw go it to out. Mar marketingboost.com forward slash podcast, you can get Marketing Boost 30 days of Marketing Boost for only $1. No so way. Yeah, marketingboost.com forward slash podcast, 30 days for marketing boost for $1. Uh, I am on LinkedIn under Marco Torres, uh, Facebook Marco Torres, or the, the Marketing Boost group. So here to Wonderful, help. wonderful. All right, you'll do me a favor, guys. And if you've got any uh, value out of this at all today, which I have, um, run on over and uh, follow Marco online. Jump on over to the marketing group. Uh, boost facebook group which i'm doing right now and i'm filling out my application to join and uh man this could be uh this could be a real interesting value add to the uh to the guys over at living college station and the texas media foundry so marco man i want to throw a huge thank you uh out there for you bringing this to my audience and bringing this to our attention and uh dude thank you for being a part of the show thank you uh hey forward to the next time around oh this will be great this will be great guys thank you so much for listening like i said run over and uh, check out marco's stuff and uh, look into marketingboost.com slash podcast if you want a free trial of his services because uh, i'm about to go sign up right now all right that's it from me as always the rules are if you got some value out of the show if it made you think if it made you laugh or even if it made you cry uh, do us a favor share it out there leave us a review on itunes or spotify and uh, help us get the word out uh that's it from me for this week you'll have a banging week and uh, tune back in this friday for this week's episode of friday fire you'll be good and stay safe and i'll catch you on the next show this has been the small business surgeon podcast if you've made it this far you clearly like it so go on itunes and leave us a five-star review this helps people find the show and spread the good word Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at TXFoundry. Thanks for tuning in.